Hello and welcome to another episode of Pakistanomy. My name is Uzair Yunus and the last few weeks we've talked a lot about policy, Modi's trip, uh, role of elites in Pakistan, but haven't done a conversation on startups and and what's going on. Uh, so the next couple of weeks I think are going to be about startups. We have an episode coming up the week after um, on sort of the state of the broader startup ecosystem, which we've covered at length on this podcast. But today, uh, is a conversation about uh, a startup that is uh, about healthcare, and it's a topic that you know I'm familiar with. Both my siblings are doctors, and and I've had the experience of having many friends call up and say, "KR, can you ask your siblings for the specialist in Karachi on X, Y, or Z, or what do they think about this doctor and that?" And that information asymmetry, the the concern many people, especially those outside Pakistan, have on healthcare and access to quality healthcare. Uh, is a big thing, especially when it's related to your parents or your loved ones who are a bit older and need the right type of uh, guidance and and primary care um, and specialist care as well. Um, So today we're going to be talking about a startup that I came across recently, Human Healthcare. Um, It's it's a fantastic platform that is growing and we're going to be talking to Dr. Atif Zafar about it. Uh, Dr. Zafar is a physician leader originally from Karachi. Um, He's been trained in the U.S., including at the Cleveland Clinic, uh, and is currently working as the chief of the stroke program at a major university hospital in Toronto, and also is a faculty uh, where he teaches students, residents, and fellows at the University of Toronto. Um, He's got experience building clinical programs in the U.S. and Canada, and he's one of the founders of Human Healthcare, which has been launched in Karachi uh, to allow overseas Pakistanis in particular um, who who want family experience VIP healthcare for their loved ones under the supervision of foreign doctors, including those from the US, UK and Canada. Uh, I think the market is broader than just overseas Pakistanis. So we'll talk to Dr. Zafar about that as well. Uh, but first of all, Dr. Atif, uh, welcome to Pakistanomy and, and thank you for taking out the time today. Thank you, Zair. It's a, it's a pleasure being here. So I want to begin uh, by getting sort of the your own thinking and your team's thinking about human healthcare, right? It's a, it's a problem. When I first heard about it, um, I was like, wow, this is basically a huge need. It's a need that many of us engage and, and know about or have friends and loved ones who who have that need in particular in Pakistan, uh, where the information asymmetry, as I said, is significant. Uh, but tell us a bit about how and why you and your team came up with this idea and what was the driving force behind founding Human Healthcare? Sure. Uh, so, Zer, I, I think you would you would connect with this story. Uh, it, it is something that a lot of over overseas Pakistanis experience. Uh, and uh, and you're right that our goal is that as soon as we kind of make our mark in this domain, or you know, we want to make an impact uh, in 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 the country, you know, uh, in the healthcare system in Pakistan. So that's where the big vision is that we want to make an impact, uh, you know, kind of pay back to Pakistan um, uh, in in whatever way we can. Uh, so the idea came about is. Uh, you know, obviously, I'll share my story because uh, because that's how I started poking and asking other people, "Hey, do you want to do something like this together?" Uh, so it came up where I, I came to the U.S. Uh, you know, I've been in the U.S. and Canada for about 12, 13 years now, and uh, so when I came in at that time, interestingly enough, uh, got the residency, you know, competitive match process in the U.S. after graduating in Pakistan, uh, but then at the time when the visas 
uh, were being given. Uh, at that time, there was the CIA, ISI kind of a fight going on or something where a lot of us Pakistani doctors uh, who were matched and who wanted to go and start their training had their visas refused. So we were about 70, 80, you know, doctors uh, from Pakistan, Khan, King Edward, Daw, you know, predominantly uh, where we were all shocked, you know, everything was going well and then this happened. But Thanks to, you know, a lot of our alumni, APNA, Dugana, you know, these Pakistani organizations in the U.S. Uh, really uh, stepped up. Uh, a lot of people in Pakistan uh, helped us. And more than half of us were then able to kind of, you know, get the visa uh, eventually. So that's kind of I wanted to give that background, because when I went to the U.S., the idea was, OK, now you have come here, try to stick in and get all the training done that you want to. And, and while I was in my first year of training at the end of it is when my mom ended up getting really sick. Uh, so she had some urine infections happening now and then. And this time it was pretty severe, ended up getting admitted to the premier hospital in, in, in you know, in Karachi. Uh, but and then there was this question whether she had a cancer kind of getting, you know, developing in her uh, in her belly and things like that. So obviously I was in this fiasco where what to do, you know, continue to build my career, uh, go back to my mom who mattered the most, you know, to me. Uh, a lot of my friends were there, fortunately, you know, getting their training uh, at Akhan and other hospitals. So they were kind of jumped in and, and, and you know, tried to help me out. So now here I am, I was at a point where I was like, okay, I spoke with my team spoke with the APNA leadership that I had made connections with. They advised, hey, if you, if you can stay, that would be great. It would be hard for you to, you know, you apply for the visa again, no guarantees. But I was like, okay, I, I will I will take the risk because this is more important. Family is more important than my career. So pretty much all set to go back. But then some of my friends ended up reviewing her records um, and eventually found that two years ago when she had a screening scan done, uh, uh, this lesion that everybody was calling was a cancer was actually there in the same shape. So it was pretty much a benign lesion, uh, which was kind of being discussed as it's a major cancer and it needs to be taken out right away uh, and stuff. So now this whole serious excitement, uh, you know, dilemma kind of calmed down. And eventually she did get a surgery, but I didn't have to go back. Everything, you know, happened in a calmer way. She recovered. Uh, uh, and obviously I canceled, you know, my, my flight back uh, because my friends were like, you know, we're here, don't take that risk. And obviously it was not a big deal anymore after the cancer diagnosis was out of the picture. So that was kind of really when I was like, what the, you know, so everything, you know, in medical, I know everything about medicine, could speak with the doctors directly. And this was what I was experiencing. So so from, you know, at that time, I had decided that, you know, I want to do something where these type of experiences don't happen with me and with others. So started discussing with other people, other friends uh, who had family back home. And and and, and it, so we were building it up from that point. And we were waiting for our careers to settle down, have enough money that we can invest and, and do something like this. So that's kind of how it started. You know, 10 years ago, the, 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 the idea was there. We're waiting for the right time. And I was connecting with different people. Many people, you know, said no. Many said we are interested, but they were busy. But we were able to get, you know, five co-founders, you know, uh, smart people with different expertise, different, uh, some had public health expertise, some, you know, in Pakistan, actually going back to Pakistan because of their families. Uh, so we were able to create this uh, idea into, into some execution form. 
So that's kind of where the, the story came in. And I'll tell you, uh, one of our co-founders, who's our chief medical officer, Shoaib, uh, he lives in England, uh, you know, a very smart guy. I was able to convince him after multiple discussions with him. And when he heard the story on, on what we are going to do and what the dynamics of this model would be um, as a successful primary care doctor uh, in, in England, uh, he was like, Arthur, this, I, I, I just cannot say no to this. So, so he jumped onto it. And, and and that was the time when, when COVID had hit and his father ended up having COVID. So he had to shut down his clinic practice for three, four months or a couple of months to go back, leave his family in England and take care of his father as well. So I think it, it connected with him at that time. The the way we wanted to do it, we connected with him as a, as a medical expert. Uh, and then the similar with the other co-founders, right? So it, it was the right time. Uh, the last part I would say uh, is one of the things that was kind of turning me off initially uh, launching it was because there was this entrepreneurial uh, fire out there. Everybody, uh, you know, was doing something entrepreneurial. Uh, and I was, you know, I, I personally am one of those people who feel like ah, I don't want to do something that everybody is already doing. So I was holding myself back um, at that time. But last year when, when you know, uh, things started to go downhill, you know, half of those exciting, uh, you know, uh, startups started dissipating uh, and everybody had their hands off uh, everything. And that's when I was like, okay, this is when I kind of like or enjoy doing things. And that's when I started to to delve in and uh, and, and our group, uh, you know, launched this. So it's been a few months now, um, exciting time. Uh, and, uh, and what we're doing is we're uh, looking, we're targeting overseas Pakistanis or Pakistanis living in Pakistan, but, you know, executives or, or businessmen or professionals uh, who are busy, uh, but who want their family members to get world-class care. Uh, we're kind of targeting them and we're making uh, it equitable where we're sharing some of the, the revenue that we get uh, by by uh, offering services to the underserved uh, uh, people as well. So we want to create something equitable. Uh, so we are doing it that way. But right now, the first target is uh, is this group that we, we just talked about. Well, that's interesting that your point on, um, you know, wanting to start in the midst of a downturn or when the downturn began makes you sound more like an investor than a, than a doctor. So I think you have that <laughs> inherent knack of the fact that uh, some of the most uh, amazing businesses are founded in economic downturns, right? That's when truly um, everyone shines who is capable of shining and the tide goes out. And I think it's also the right time uh, in particular in the sense that um, you get access to better technology talent and business talent in a downturn versus an upturn when everybody was competing. I remember during the startup boom days that people would just change jobs every three months for double the salary, right? right? Because that's how the funding cycle was going. Um, so it is a good time in that sense to go into this venture, particularly in healthcare. Um, but look, as you know, um, and I have a sense of it as well, given my own siblings' experience, healthcare is very difficult in Pakistan. It's very difficult anywhere in the world, right? Because it's so personal. Um, it affects people in, in sort of the closest way anything can, right? It's a matter of life or death for them or their loved ones. Um, and in Pakistan in particular, um, the volatility of care, the quality of care, um, you know, people have this view still to this day of, of doctors sort of, you know, doing things that are not appropriate for the patient or having that feeling, right, that lack of trust breeds into the system. So as you sort of 
been in this industry for a few months now. Um, what are some things that you found have been easier than what you anticipated and some that have been perhaps things you and your team did not think about that you're now having to grapple with in terms of building a business and really, you know, providing excellent care to your customers? Great question, Azar. Uh, I think one of the things I'd say, obviously, I was reading a lot of books uh, because none of us co-founders were, were had a startup before or we did have some business experiences from our family background, but none of us were really you know, into business. So we did a lot of exercising and brainstorming where what are the things that would you know fail us within one year or within two years? Uh, so. And, 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 you know, we've been in touch with Pakistan all along. Uh, some of the co-founders are there uh, and, and have active businesses, their family businesses running there. So they're in touch. So I think we were pretty wary uh, of, of of what to expect and and, and, and things. Uh, but but I, there's still, you know, uh, entrepreneurship or startup experiences always, always teaches you every something new every day. Uh, so I would say this, that uh, one of the things we thought uh, – would be easy, uh, which didn't turn out to be, uh, was it was still mind-boggling for me, was I thought that we're going to pay better and we're going to have top human resource available pretty easily because we that's one of the reasons why we wanted to start in Karachi where, you know, the medical uh, 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 field is, is much more uh, deep. But that's something that we were surprised about that that when we really got to the bottom of it. So, you know, we we, we had to screen for 200, 300 nursing candidates, at, uh, you know, to get to hire one uh, of our team player. Wow. And uh, and and similarly, dozens of doctors to get our, our one doctor. Uh, so we were interviewing four layers of interviews, you know, and we wanted a lot of different things. We didn't want them to be too well ingrained in the Pakistani system because then they would not really align with what we wanted to do. We, we are here to disrupt the system rather than be, be part of it. Uh, and then we didn't want somebody to be very, very fresh with, with, with you know, uh, no experience either. So, so we really had to pick uh, great candidates. So, you know, obviously the salary that we wanted to go up with, like, you know, we wanted to go up with a good salary offer, but we had to double it up uh, to get those smart people in uh, and, and things like that. So I think that uh, we've been able to hire now, obviously it, it required a lot of extra work on our end, uh, but where we are uh, very, we had to create a separate little mini business model that we're setting it up within our business is if we end up needing to grow like crazy, uh, then how will we get those uh, that type of team? So that is kind of uh, something that I was not really expecting uh, in a country of 240 million with you know a lot of uh, people in the medical arena, nursing and doctors. So uh, if I so, if I so may interrupt, um, it's interesting you mentioned this because you know when I talk to startup founders as well. Um, on the technical side or even on the management side, right? That have nothing to do on the medical side of, of the equation as you as you do. It's the same thing I hear, which is that the quality people, a lot of people say and believe that, you know, Pakistan mein talent bought hai or uh, quality talent is available. But a lot of people say, particularly at that spectrum of like, you need a bit of experience, like middle management level, good interpersonal skills, but also technical skills. Um, it's what you're saying is consistent in terms of what I've also heard from people is that um, it's it's not as easy as people think it is to find good talent and retain that good talent as well in Pakistan. 
Yeah, you're right. And I think the, the the way I meant to say this is because from tech, from IT technology arena, we did hear it. So we knew that, you know, that's a that's an issue, right? Compared to India, where Pakistan is and, and, and you know, what the technical depth is. But in healthcare, um, we at least, you know, in healthcare, it's, it's a different concept. Like if I'm right now in, in, in Canada, I was in the U.S., uh, you know, it's the top seven countries that provides the manpower or the labor force, right, to these first world countries, and it's Pakistan. Uh, so it, that was probably creating some of the biases. Um, you don't see that in technology or on the business side or even on the legal front that Pakistan is doing that. But in healthcare, Pakistan has traditionally done that. So that's why uh, we we were kind of complacent in a way or, 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 or going in with an easy mind. But still, I think it was extra hard work, uh, but we were still able to right, get the get the people that we're really proud of or the team that we've been able to build. The only fear is, you know, obviously when you need tons of people, you know, at a rapid pace, how will you do that? So now we have a roadmap in place on how uh, that rapid training and and, and stuff would, uh, would, would entail. Uh, so we weren't prepared while we were going in. And one of the things I would say that we were uh, uh, worried about more uh, that did not seem to be, or or we didn't experience it to be as bad or as tough, uh, was uh, was really uh, getting the startup registered and and you know the early legal parts where where I was like you know Pakistan as a bureaucratic country it, it would be much painful. Obviously, it was way more difficult uh, than than how I did it in the U.S. or or or, or how you would do it in Canada, but. Uh, but still way better than what we had expected. So we were able to get a um, a company uh, with legal and all those, you know, uh, all that expertise who, who held our hand and, and then, you know, got us through all the registration and, and all the startup, you know, things where we had to do everything right and legal. So that was kind of a, a pleasant surprise that we were able to launch ourselves pretty quick than what we expected and get all that bureaucratic stuff done uh, uh, pretty quick, relatively speaking. So you mentioned, uh, and by the way, the SECP will love you for saying that. I think they've done I, I, that. This is, again, consistent with what I keep hearing as well, that the SECP has done a lot of really good things to, you know, listen to the startup industry and make things relatively easier uh, for them. And I think in a country where we often think of institutions and government as being an impediment, which is largely true. Uh, we must give credit where credit is due. And I think the SECP and the State Bank have done good stuff, especially for small businesses and startups in the country. Um, one interesting thing you mentioned uh, on the talent side as well, right, is you need doctors, which come out of Dow and Aga Khan, etc. But nurse practitioners, in my view, at least uh, in the US, are increasingly important as well, right? And a lot of times when I have a little bit of a sickness, um, I will not bother waiting for an appointment with the doctor. I have comfort, comfort in the sense that I can go see at the practice, the nurse practitioner, and he or she will give me enough of a good care to take care of that immediate need that I might have. Um, Pakistan doesn't have a lot of skilling around nurse practitioners. So what's that ecosystem like? I know you mentioned 300, 400 candidates to recruit one. And how are you thinking about sort of building capabilities on that side as you think about scaling your business as well? Yeah, uh, great question. I think I think you were spot on when you talked about the nursing part and how different arena it is in the first world countries compared to the, the developing world. Um, so that's kind of actually what the leverage we use where when we were able to get, uh, you know, good nurses, uh, you know, through the interviews, uh, 
they were getting good, you know, salary and then there's opportunities available in the Middle East and, and elsewhere. Um, or some of them, a lot of them actually can get easy immigration to Canada uh, these days, uh, you know. So so that's kind of the leverage we use. We, we have this program where we kind of get them a little bit more hands-on on the clinical front. So we are, we are selling ourselves as, you know, you'll come in as a nurse, but we'll grow you more than just the bedside nursing that you do in the hospital, right? So we we get them work with the doctors. They have this exposure to all these consultants and experts, you know, practicing in the US, uh, UK and Canada. So it's kind of a while working training, you know, internship and residency type of a thing. So they're paid, they're working, but at the same time, they're getting exposed to this top skill, uh, which is going to groom them. And that's kind of the model we have, we're, we're trying to build where we're going to make everybody work at the top end of their paycheck, uh, which is going to kind of, you know, increase the productivity, you know, uh, where, where everything's heading. So that's kind of the leverage we have used to attract talent and keep talent. Um, and it's not easy, you know, because if they have opportunity coming in from the Middle East or Canada, and how can you kind of still keep them there in Pakistan where everything is, is, is volatile? Uh, so, so far we have been, it's a very small team that we have, but uh, we're paying better, you know, we're keeping a very positive environment and we're training them and and, and they look pretty good uh, and, and they're pretty happy. And the reward that we're getting, right, we haven't touched upon uh, really why we started this, we're, we're, we're our, uh, our families and our patients and our people. And and that's what what what's delighting us and what's delighting our, our team right now is uh, the formula that we've created that's uh, that we're delivering as a one-stop shop, personalized care where for the first time uh, hospitals and doctors are not the core of healthcare, but it's, uh, it's it's our families and our patients. And that concept is what I've learned, you know, building programs uh, in the US and Canada is this unique ingredient that at least has helped me build my career uh, uh, here. So that's kind of what I'm implementing. And it's it's it's, it's an amazing experience uh, for, for our team in Pakistan as well, because when we hear the feedback, uh, uh, and, 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 and as I told you, you know, just before the interview that uh, uh, the uh, our, none of our customers are leaving, right? Uh, some of them who are, who are going, one of them is actually uh, going to Pindi or moving to Pindi from Karaji is like trying to figure out a way where we can move, you know, launch ourselves uh, pretty quick over there. Uh, which we're hoping that we'll will will do, but uh, so that's kind of the other exciting arena, which which is really uh, uh, what what the juice of of what we're doing is is. But yeah, from the nursing standpoint, the nurse practitioner role is not there in Pakistan, uh, and that is something maybe in not that form because the nursing in Pakistan is goes through the high school uh, pathway rather than a college pathway. But maybe even as a CNS, you know, a nurse specialist rather than a nurse practitioner, that's kind of the direction where we're, we're heading. That's fascinating. And that brings me to the customer side or the patient side of this journey, right? I mean, look, um, I if I think about my own experiences growing up in Pakistan, they're sort of the, the let's call it the life cycle of a patient, right? Uh, you're sick or your parents are sick or your grandparents are sick or somebody's sick. It'll be like a chap. You have a fever, let's take you to the local doctor. And a local doctor puts up a strip on your head, Panadol, you're done. Couple of days go by, you're not doing so well. You go to the same doctor, some tests are done, still not better. Then you go to the, immediately to the hospital, right? And that's your next jump up. So it's from the local physician all the way immediately jump to the to the 
um, to the hospital. And a lot of times people, because they're not aware of how to think about their own healthcare, which, you know, you shouldn't be, most people aren't, um, it's too late by the time you go to the hospital and the complications set in and the cost of care is very high. A lot of people pass away because of that missed opportunity of care at the early point. Um, so I see the need. I see the need for that one-stop shop that kind of gets the holistic way of providing care. Um, so if a, somebody's listening and is like, okay, I want access to, how does how do you work? How how do you serve your customers? And what's the, what does that customer journey or life cycle look like at human healthcare? Yeah. So so you you know everything you described is there is exactly you know uh, what what most of us like have all experienced. I would just add that layer where. You know, you said that you would go to a doctor and they will give you a pill. Maybe it will work, you know, the Tylenol or Panadol. Uh, uh, you know, I remember uh, the doctor that I used to go to, you know, when I was a kid, he would give me a pill for malaria, a pill for typhoid, and I think a pill for uh, for antibiotic, you know, for throat or other infections. So so I think he was used to the fact that I want to give a pristine service. You, you, with you, you get a full cocktail. <laughs> yeah. So so I didn't need to go to a, to another doctor, but next time when I needed an antibiotic, it wouldn't work uh, because I was getting exposed to all this. So you're right. That's kind of the the practice based on you know the doctors become pretty good at gauging on the what the customer or the patients like, and they can they can provide that type of of service. And if so I may interrupt you again before yeah, yeah. that, one one thing I often still hear right, and I now that I think back on my own time in Pakistan, I, I chuckle over it. Is Dr. Amesha get the Ajkal viral chalra to iswale viral ki ye dawai? And that's everyone in that room is getting that cocktail because that's what the doctor thinks is going on at this point in time. Right, right. And I think uh, that's, a, that's a great point. And, and you know, uh, being a doctor and on the defense side of the doctor, what I would say is, is a lot of it is driven by data, right? And when you have no data, then that's how the practice would be. It would be anecdotal. It would be personal experience based. And 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 uh, so those are the things that obviously you know being in Pakistan, you know, many internship uh, civil hospital me kiti, you know, wahan pe baithe mein hazar log hain, hum log dekh rahe hain ko. So you know, we know how it works. Or phir khud bhi patient ke taur pe doctors ke saath, you know, from street doctors jo ke clinics hoti hain to to Akhan ya you know uh, major hospitals. You, you know, you're right. It's exactly that way. And that's kind of where we have paid attention to, right? So we spent a lot of time with consultants in in, in UX, uh, you know, uh, uh, before even we launched ourselves on on what is UX, and and you know, so we had to do courses and learn as doctors, which none of us do before we launched it. So our experience is like this. So obviously, we had a very early startup. We want to make sure that we we the the customers who are unhappy with this current system, uh, they're busy, they're professional. Uh, and and they have the you know the same kind of ideology like we have. They join us, uh, and they can go on our website. It's uh, human-healthcare.com. Um, uh, uh, it has a WhatsApp messaging tool. They can get in touch with us. Questions, anything they have, you know, we've given FAQs in there. Uh, but they can get in touch directly, interact with us. We can we can answer all their questions um, on on around our services. But the user experience is something like this. You know, I'm a busy guy like Uzair, and I have my parents, uh, in, in, for example, in Karachi. And I, I feel like, you know, they're getting older. I want to stay on top of things. Mujeni last minute flights, Karake Jana. I want to be, you know, I, I, I'm i smart enough to know that's what where we're heading towards. So I want to be, be ready for that. So 
you get a, go on our website, you get in touch with us or directly get it, get your parents enrolled, some basic information is needed. Within 48 to 72 hours, uh, we coordinate with you, we coordinate with your family, uh, and we, we, we set up an onboarding visit at the time that works for them. Uh, and then our onboarding team goes in there and really the, the model, the way it works is we have uh, you know, a dedicated doctor and a dedicated nurse that would be dedicated to that specific family member. So there's parents will get a, a, a team of doctor and nurse who will go there in person to their home based on their convenience and then use a lot of the concepts of uh, of uh, uh, of psychology uh, to make sure that that that, that we build rapport uh, and and we are acting like how Uzair or Uzair's best buddy would act like when they're they're not a typical uh, doctor. So we've kind of prov provided that Starbucks like training. Uh, uh, while they're interviewing or giving us all this information, we have these foot spas that we are having them feel relaxed. Uh, we're going in with 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 some gifts so that they feel like you know it's a family member. Okay, was a friend I, but these are doctors and nurses who are collecting data in our electronic medical record with some high tech gadgets that no one else is using in Pakistan that are proven uh, published. You know, San Francisco or different cities may randomized control trials get through published and so we have these devices where we are recording all these metrics within the system. So it's not an old school anymore where a doctor ne suna. But we have this lung sound, these heart sounds recorded, uh, you know, on Google Cloud uh, in a very patient secure HIPAA compliant way. So that next time when our team comes in or patient ko koi lung issue hai, heart issue hai, we have this comparative analysis um, uh, through technology uh, to compare it. So wo pura experience hota hai aur hum patient ko educate kar rahe hote hain ki you know aunty dekhen ye abhi hum record kar rahe hain ya aapki EKG aa rahi hai uh, eye picture you know uh, kidney patients mein uh, periorbital edema se hum aankhon ke kinare ke sujan se gauge karte hain ki kaisa function hai to wo picture hum apni save kar lete hain agar koi rashes hain to wo save kar lete hain to ek pura comprehensive visit hota hai jisme puri detailed story li jati hai jitni de sake us time pe uh, you know auntie uncle ya, ya patients aur phir hum data gather kar lete hain bahut sari information humne dekha ki ek dafa mein nahi de pa rahe hote to ab humne unko divide kiya hua hai subsequent visits ke liye to us visit mein hum rapport banate hain reassure karte hain educate karte hain and then we have a lot of this data and then we tell the family and we update usair ki we are going to evaluate all this information and data and create this plan that we are going to work with there will be some urgent issues ke koi skin rash hai jiska bhi problem ho raha hai you know ek hafte se chal raha hai to hamari team mein sare specialists hain jo us canada england mein back end pe to dermatologists hain right uh, cardiologists and neurologists and rheumatologists and geriatricians you name it we have them right so they are they're part of our panel they're all people who have families back home so they're very passionate about what we're doing so they have equity in the startup and they are interested in making it successful to unko picture chali gayi unhone history padhi electronic medical record se bola be ya ye to eczema hai most likely wo ya to galat sabun use kar rahe hain ya jo kar rahe hain wo masla hal ho gaya same with different issues right bahut sare patients ko diabetes and high blood pressure hai to hamare cardiologist nephrologist uh or, or endocrinologist, who US-based, they will on board without needing even any information, right? They have the electronic medical record. They have all the primary care information from our trained doctors. Jinko pata hai ki diabetic uh, specialist apni visit me kon kon si chizein puchta hai. To wo chizein wo hamare EMR ke through puch lete. So it's kind of this experience on the first visit where we give them this hands-on experience, give our information, tell them how we're going to be in touch. 
Uh, and then from there on, we're available. So, you know, once a week touch points, once a month visits to get all their data from weights and, and, and stuff. Is pehli visit mein hum comprehensive blood work bhi karate hain, jo Pakistan mein routine nahi hai. Tumne Aakhan lab ke saath deal ki hai, to we, we kind of, our nurse draws the blood. They're trained in blood drawing with one prick. They drop the, you know, blood back to Aakhan. Uh, agle din se pehle pehle lab results aa jate hain. Wo aapne Uzair ne yahi se baith ke dekh liye. Family ko pata chal gaya. Hum log usko assess karke phir ek personalized plan banate hain within a week. Uh, again, kyunke hume input chahi hota hai US consultants ka, to wo input ka leke ek plan banate hain. Aur uh, uske baad, we're available, right? From like, abhi ek patient hai, unka blood pressure thoda fluctuate ho raha tha. Uh, you know, her daughter is a, is a, is a very successful, uh, you know, uh, physician in the US. Uh, and, and she was like, you know, uh, se loon, Pakistan mein kya hoga, right? To aise to normally ek doctor ne bol diya, blood pressure check karein, kaam khatam. Ab wo unka masla hai America mein, kaise apni mother ka masla hal karein? Hamari service mein yoga ke humne unko char panch options dikhaye, humne bataya ye do achche hain. Unhone kaha, I agree, ye do hain. Hamari team gai, pick kiya, ghar gai, train kiya. Uh, training mein apne gadget se compare kiya, proof kiya ke it, it works like a charm. Or uh, unko de diya. Ab hesitancy aari thi ke kya check kar paayengi, mushkil hoga aunti ko khud se karna. To within the last six months it a gadget you know automatically blood pressure through a wrist device FDA approved so we have kind of bought it as a sample you know these are expensive gadgets but you know we we're, we're bringing it in next month uh, so then we'll be able to kind of you know make it even even more uh, comfortable for them so these are just one thing and then overall us Canada guidelines mammogram Pakistan concept right ki breast cancer itna common cancer hai but check hi nahi ho raha to wo hum kara rahe hain to hamare patients bahut aaram se uh, you know on board hain hum unka mammogram kara lete hain ab humne third party se kar liya hai wo ghar pe bhi aake uh, testing ho jati hai to you know we've made it very convenient kabhi test ke liye le jana ho to hamari gaadi aati hai nurse ke sath wo leke chali jati hai test kara leti hai you know so it's kind of a one stop shop as i said you get all the experience all the expertise in a way that you know, obviously, even as doctor, I would imagine that U.S. Canada may be someone right? Uh, so, so that's kind of what we're providing uh, to our families back home. That that's amazing, and I think just in terms of as you were describing it, um, the electronic medical record struck to me in particular because often you don't even have the full history with your parents or your loved ones. Even I would not have it. My friends don't unless you're very OCD about it, right? Okay, you want yeah. to keep that file, uh, which then means that over your life, as you go through different specialists or different phases of your healthcare, um, you don't have the background data. And I think keeping that full record as you described it is extremely important. So I'm, I'm really glad you, your team is doing that. Um, the follow-up question I had to this was, okay, you've onboarded my parents. They're in the system the journey has started, you have the plan and they're on consistent medical care, right? For diabetes or whatever their current conditions are. But let's say if there's something very major that happens for which special, let's say you do the mammogram and there's breast cancer. Now that is the next step, right? In terms of, okay, I need to find the right care, the right doctor, the right treatment plan and the right oncologist. How do you deal with that sort of step change in a patient's journey that says, you know what, the standard preventative care or the model of the plan is not working anymore because something's changed with the patient. And how do you then help that patient go through that process? 
Great question. Uh, that, that, to answer that question, team training we say, what will you do if it was your mom? Right? So if doctors ka koi bhi forum, utha lena, WhatsApp or Facebook, ho, the number one question that you started off with you know, when you were opening up the, this session. So we exactly the same thing. We have diagnosed the mammogram. Our oncologists US in the US. We showed them the report. They're like, yes, we have resection, karna hoga, chemo. Hogi. So then what we're building on the back end is we divide kiya hai, uh, you know, ratings hai, physicians ko, you know, jo internally sare physicians hame pata hoti hai, ye doctor achhe hai, ye hospital is procedure ke liye achha hai. To hamare ek bahut bada ek database hai jo obviously as we are growing wo build up ho raha hai aur jo hamari abhi next app second version launch hone wali hai usme hum log it will be we'll make it free for for even general public uh, to have access to it even if they don't want to or they can't afford to be in part of our uh, of our of our program to which is, by the way, the moment you make it public, it's going to be a huge public service because any given week, I get at least a few messages saying from friends, here's three names. Can you ask your siblings? Do they know them? Do they know somebody else for this particular ailment that they're looking to solve for? So people don't have that information and it's a True. big, big gap. True, you're absolutely right. And, and 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 they can get it. I think it's their right to know that you know, it's kind of open thing. It's our own opinion as a startup. So we'll share that uh, with, with people. It would start kind of, you know, US health news ki ek ranking or best doctors or concept, you know, like healthy competition is launch ho gaya, to it doesn't hurt. But really, we go a step ahead, right? We what we do is what I would do for my parents. So, when I go to AKU or South City, or you know, some shock at khana mile ja raha hai, to kahin kuch hota hai, aur wo opinion milti hai, to main reports mangwaunga apne bhai se, ya you know, bolunga boots or reports pejein, uh, and I'll get it checked with my colleagues here, right? Uh, so that's what we will be doing, even though we'll be further apart. Koi surgeon hamara wahan pe hamare startup ka nahi hai, but that's kind of how we'll manage. We'll guide the family. Kon acha hai, kon nahi hai. This is trustable person. We will family ka bhi unse karayenge. Hamne oncologists se hamari hamari consultant ne review kar liya hai. The plan sounds good. Ya abhi jaise case hua tha ki you know ye chemo achhi hai, but usse achhi bhi ek chemo aa gayi hai. Wo bahar se magmani padegi if you can afford it. But if not, this is fine as well. You know, is tarah ka input which is kind of cutting edge, state of the art. Wo families ko at least available ho jata hai. And then we practically, pragmatically unke saath milke next steps pe kam karte hain. Uh, or even when the health record is developed there, for example, local hospital, where they went there, then our team family to help them on the phone or fax and pick their record so they don't write two lines in Pakistan, you know, handwriting. But at least we compile it in to kind of make sure that when you see it, you don't have to do it yourself. What did they So when you're paying this monthly subscription model, you're getting the convenience in return. So is we, we we stay together, you know, in the journey. And now because some of our clients had this need, we're adding extra, you know, layers. These are small steps, you know, as the startups take uh, that move us forward. For example, uh, knee surgery, we uh, you know, two teen clients ke, ke parents ki to can you arrange somebody? So now we're offering those services as well, where teen mahine ke liye, you know, hum nurse aids rakh denge, meals on wheel ki arrangement kar diye, log, you know, um, uh, dietitian supervised uh, 
meals prepare karwane so that we can we can provide healthy services uh, outside that because as physicians we have realized that until we are going to extend our hands and tentacles into the public realm of things which so far we have always been out of right bola bhi blood pressure check karo aur ghar chale gaye kyun nahi ho raha check kyun nahi ho raha kya masle the nahi ho raha that's what our startup is doing that's why we're calling ourselves human right human dash healthcare is we want to get connected with the humans and solve uh, that problem so yes we're not only going to guide who the good doctors are uh, we're not like recently abhi hamare uh, patient who who uh, had an issue and had to be hospitalized uh, so you know i ended up calling and 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 you know uh, the hospital and telling them you know uh, i'm i'm taking care of them and i want to know to usse ek unko aur bhi ek vibe hospital ko ho gayi to they were all staying on top of things so uh, you know we kind of do it that way hamari team ja ja ke us hospital mein phir during his stay uh, uh, visit kar rahi thi uh, and, and it just makes the hospital kind of step up their game as well because they know there's somebody's watching so that's kind of the extra thing that even in areas where we are not providing the primary service and we're relying on these you know uh, third party hospital services uh, which we have to that's kind of the extra layer of uh, value we are adding in our clients that's fascinating and i i think this is a huge huge need in in the market especially as you said getting into the other elements right like you have diabetes but agar ghar mein khana sahi nahi ban raha and you can offer a meal plan that that that's value add and that's immensely powerful because it reduces the burden of the medicine as well over time which is sure. uh, has its own benefits as well um last question you said you're launching a new version of the app you have a patient going to pindi wants you to expand there what's next what's the roadmap for growth what are you looking to do in let's say the next 6 to 12 months yeah so so where we are is uh we're growing right so we are launching our second version of electronic medical records uh, as well which has this uh machine learning ai algorithm because we you know the the big vision is that can we be the first one to create the true language models uh, that are physician driven rather than you know uh, so back end based specialists or doctors ki jo communication ho rahi hai so that emr is going to be transformative in in, in that uh, so so we're we're kind of very tech enabled so that's kind of nay gadgets jitne aa rahe hain fda approved hain different companies say us canada mein baat kar rahe hain ki you know can we introduce this can we introduce that so we're very excited for the next 6 months ki humein se do teen cheeze hum abhi introduce karayenge within our clients ek to ye dusra ye ki either by the end of the year or early next year we want to go to the other big cities so that was one of our milestones that we wanted to achieve to so lahore and islamabad pindi are our next cities that we we want to we want to go into uh uh and then the other part is that uh initially we started off with a doctor nurse team and now we just hired a, a part time you know machine learning kind of expert so so we are kind of already working on that end automating a lot of the a lot of the things uh as they become safe and secure uh so so those are the kind of the 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 big areas uh, and the last one i would say is uh is we're going to launch our 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 kind of a, a a partnership where we'll we'll allow people to come in and experience an in person visit as well because that was one of the things that we were uh hearing that people want to go in a shopping mall or phir rukke unhone apna ek uh you know concert style ek checkup bhi kara liya to you know we're kind of opening it up in in dha i'm, I'm thinking uh, one medical one medical experience here in the you're US absolutely right I- Yeah, yeah, carbon health, yeah, one medical type of. So, वो अब हम एक launch करने वाले हैं within the next six months. So, uh, you know, little steps, little tiny things that we're we're doing that will, and then we'll get feedback from our from our clients and and see what they like and what they don't, um, and then and then pivot and then grow from there. 
Yeah, the one medical thing I think uh, I would do it sooner rather than later if I were you, because from my own experience here in, in Washington, D.C., the first time I was able to go to a one medical concierge service because through our insurance, there was a pilot program. And I was like, OK, let's check it out. It was the first time I actually felt happy being in a doctor's office, right, because the experience was good kind of got a good sense of care and the environment was better. Otherwise, you're always like, hey, yaar, pata nahi, kahan doctor ki office mein. <laughs> right? Um, no That's offense, true. man. I know you're a doctor as well. But one medical really changed that that idea of, that people had of what it meant going into the doctor's office. Um, but again, uh, Dr. Zafar, this is exciting stuff. And uh, thanks for sharing your own journey, your own thinking uh, at the personal level about how this came about. And what you're looking to do, because I think it's a huge, huge uh, gap in the market in Pakistan. It's both a great business opportunity, but more importantly, a positive impact on people's lives. Um, before I let you go, I always ask my guests, uh, what are two books you would recommend to the audience? Yeah, great question. You know, I've been I, I've been reading a lot of books lately and a lot of them to educate myself on the on the education front. Uh, I would say uh, the one that has impacted me the most that I keep on giving to my friends and my and my you know recently I gave it to my brother is uh, Nassim Ta Nicholas Talib's uh, uh, Anti Fragile. Uh, I think it's uh, in pa I feel like hum Pakistaniyon ke andar ek emotional ek interesting aspect hota hai uh, jo maine bahut apne family mein cousins mein different logon mein dekha hai you know emotion driven ho jate hain the way we we are kind of brought up. So that book, Anti-Fragile, is kind of adds this layer in a scientific way. It explains to you on how human psychology and human feelings work and why failure is not a, a, a dangerous thing. That book was uh, has been an inspiration for me, and I, I recommend that to everybody. The other book, uh, I think I, I would say two more. One is Persuasion uh, by uh, Sial Dhani, you know, for... Uh, it's 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 about you know how to be a good leader and how to be a good influencer amongst people around you and 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 things like that. So it's a very self uh, growth book uh, that that impacted me uh, quite a bit, and I uh, you know share it with my mentees and 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 friends. One book that I'm reading right now, actually, it's on my it's on my desk. Uh, it, it's called The Evolution of Cooperation. Uh, and it's a very different book uh, by, by Robert Axelrod. And I'm halfway in there. And it's all about cooperation and interaction and, uh, and engagement. And those ke saath kitna karna hai, kitna nahi karna, relationship mein. I'm touching 40 this year. So I, maybe I'm going through a middle age crisis and stuff. But this book is kind of giving me an idea on how to balance life, relationship, and, and business. So I think I'm already halfway in there. And I, I feel like this would become one of my favorite books as well. So these three, I would say. Well, I would say, I think as the old saying goes, I would say it's not about the crisis, it's you get wiser is how I, yeah. I'm 35, so maybe that's how I think approaching 40, that's how I keep going, I guess, getting older. Um, but Dr. Zafar, thank you for those recommendations and thank you for taking out the time. For those uh, listening in, do check out human-healthcare.com. Um, and again, would love to see you grow and enter new cities and disrupt the healthcare market in Pakistan and wish you and your team all the best. Thank you. Thank you so much, Azar. Thank you. Have a good